0: Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. So please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your hosts, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson.
1: Hey, this is Jessica, and here is your ACE event rundown for January 2023. First up, hosted by Ace Western Great Lakes, January 14th, Ace's annual No Coaster Con, the original middle of winter tradition for members, guests, and amusement park representatives to visit, talk about the latest coaster news, and enjoy a day of information, presentation, and surprises. It will once again be in person at the Hyatt Place O'Hare Airport in Rosemont, Illinois. A question and answer session with park representatives is a No Coaster Con tradition, and in and fun opportunity to learn more about a favorite park or ride. And if you love some friendly competition, then don't forget to sign up for Whirly Ball, which is January 15th, the day after No Coaster Con at K1 Speed in Addison, Illinois. You'll be playing a game of cybersport, which is a combination of lacrosse, basketball, and hockey on custom designed cybercars. It sounds like so much fun. This next event is a digital meetup. Are you someone who loves to discuss the movement physics and engineering marvel behind the roller coaster? Well, this online event on January 19th is just for you. Hosted by Jess Nemick and rescheduled from December, join your fellow ACE members in a discussion about some of our favorite aspects of the making of our hobby. And finally, Ace South Central, January 21st. You know what it is. It's Winterfest. The 42nd annual winter event will take place at an all-new location just outside of Austin, Texas, home of the United States Grand Prix, Circuit of the Americas. Your day at Winterfest will include speakers, presentations, games, door prizes, and lunch. For more information and to register for all of these events, go to RideWithAce.com. And speaking of events, Ace Pacific Southwest had a fun holiday event called Holiday in the Desert. Doug Perry is here with me, and he was there. Tell us about that event, Doug.
0: It was a very fun event, and it was our first event for the Ace Pacific Southwest region since we joined uh, Arizona. We consolidated with Arizona and Nevada, so it was the first time we did that as a group with Southern California, and we had uh People come from all over the area, western, southwestern area. And we also had someone as far away as Chicago attend. Very cool. And which park was this? We started the day at Wildlife World in Arizona. And that was the first time that ACE has ever visited uh, that park as an organization. Um, So Wildlife World Zoo, we went there. And then we ended the day at Castles and Coasters.
1: Tell us about the event. What uh, sort of special perks or activities did ACE members get to have?
0: Uh, We started with ERT on the roller coaster at Wildlife World, um, and it's such a fun family ride, and it goes by, it's basically in the llama yard of the zoo, so you ride by (laughs) all these llamas, so that was fun. Every time we'd, you know, we're doing ERTs, every time we'd ride it, we would, see the animals in like a different formation and running around and doing things. And you also uh, ride by a little, um, you ride through a building and there are monkeys and like a crocodiles. So um, it's very cool. So we got that ERT and then we fed giraffes. We route they have a log flume. That was really fun. That also goes through animal enclosures and animal exhibits by fish and cool. different birds and monkeys. So, yeah, so we got to ride all those rides. There's a skyway and a train and uh, all different, awesome animal exhibits.
1: So one coaster and a log flue? Yes. Awesome. Love it. And you got a little behind the scenes tour too. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Castles and Coasters. We, uh, we got a piece behind the scenes. They took us on a tour of all some of the rides and we went into the station uh, underneath the station at the Desert Storm roller coaster and we saw Ooh. the lift chain and we got some background information on the park. That was a lot of fun.
1: But you didn't get to ride that coaster.
0: I've rode it in the past, but then because of the rain, we, um, um, s- some of us got there. So some of us got there early, like, you know, just depend on when you left Wildlife World and headed over because we had, didn't have too much of a set schedule except for a couple uh, group photos and that meeting, um, I mean, that tour. So most of the group made it over there and got to ride Desert Storm as much as they wanted uh, before it really started raining, before they closed the ride. I unfortunately didn't get to ride it that day.
1: Nice. And you said that there were, well, not nice. Sorry, you didn't get to, uh, I was saying nice for the other people who did get to ride it and that it was open.
0: Yeah, and that was kind of like an ERT because it it was starting to rain and it wasn't very crowded. So people got some laps on that.
1: So you were saying that there were attendees that came from all over the place, like all over the place, like Arizona, or they're obviously y'all are from California.
0: Yeah, a lot from Arizona and California. Some new acers, some people who was their first ACE event, there was someone who celebrated a milestone of 1500 I
1: saw that on Facebook. Congratulations to him. What was his name?
0: Michael Horwood of Tucson.
1: Oh, that's awesome. He got his 1,500th roller coaster credit during Pacific Southwest Holiday in the Desert at the Wildlife Zoo. Congratulations. He got a cute picture. Now, my understanding in Arizona, these are these parks pretty close together?
0: I think, yeah. I think they're about a half an hour apart. Yeah, Um, that's not bad. Yeah. So they're pretty close. It was pretty easy to get to. And then also in that area, about 20 minutes from Wildlife World is the Mattel Adventure (laughs) Park construction site. So I think a lot of a lot of us acers, you know, stopped by there just to try to get a peek at what's what they're building. And um, there was we could see some coaster track and also you could. Yep. So that was fun. And then the building, it's not fully enclosed yet. A lot of the attractions, you know, are indoors. Um, But so you could see and they don't have the walls up. So you could see them building things.
1: That is so cool i'm looking up right now when is that supposed to open i know it's sometime this year
0: hopefully you find a date but yeah i don't i'm not sure exactly when i don't know if yeah I've i don't heard.
1: think a date a specific date has been um posted. but oh my gosh i'm so excited about this for anybody who's a fan of hot wheels barbie thomas and friends masters of the universe i'm so excited for this park to open i think it's near um state farm stadium um so that's a i mean i feel like that's a really good trip once that park opens you can hit three parks plus the stadium that's gonna be look at you arizona look at you arizona (laughs) getting all these parks
0: oh yeah and then there's a new there's a pretty new mountain coaster up in williams arizona near grand canyon so yeah arizona has a lot going on
1: yeah yeah arizona welcome to the pacific south Ace Pacific southwest <laughs> arizona we're, we're happy, happy to have, to have you. you doug you've been to a lot of these ace events haven't you
0: yeah i've been a member for a long time so i've been yeah i've been to a lot of them i love them
1: why do you love attending ace events
0: i love seeing all the people like meeting new friends and then reconnecting with Friends that you haven't seen in a while and just like riding the roller coasters over and over again and especially ERT is so fun and checking out and like kind of looking at things from new perspective and in terms of like having events and tours, it was so cool, like going around castles and coasters and getting all the information about different rides that i had been on.
1: I gotta get down there for sure. Did you hit up any other parks during the weekend?
0: That weekend, we, on the way out there, we went to the Mineshaft Coaster in Big Bear Lake. Uh, we also went to the Live Oak Christmas Tree Farm. And then while we we're there, we stopped at Urban Air and uh, hit up that Canyon Coaster in Williams on the way back. And then also we ended the weekend at, on the way back at Castle Park. And we went there for their holiday stuff and went to the Krantus maze haunted attraction
1: it sounds like you had such a great weekend and a very successful uh a specific southwest event doug thanks so much for telling me about it
0: thanks for having me
1: so john did you get to attend any theme park holiday special events this year
2: i did luckily me and my family got to go to grinchmas at universal studios florida they really they really transformed the Seuss Landing into the Who Village. Is it called yeah. the Who Village?
1: Yeah. Who I think v- it's
2: called the Who Village. Whoville. So, yes. So, down in Whoville, they have a amazing theater version of The Grinch that Stole Christmas. They do it upright. I mean, they got moving sets. They got... It's a it's a production and it's in the old uh, Blue Man Group building that's in nice. between the two parks. Yeah, if you're, if you're familiar with that, and they don't you call it stop the old there. Blue
1: Man Group Village. I call it the old Nickelodeon Studios okay. building. Yes.
2: Okay, <laughs> well that's one more step below, right? We're behind. Yeah, however, however that goes in the sequence of events, but uh, and um, the who have very unique features on their face. Um, they have very pointed nose and they have a very distinct characteristics. And all through Seuss Landing, they have Pooh just meandering about throughout the yeah. day. It's pretty amazing. They definitely um, sink in that immersion of Whoville. Uh, they've got um, character, uh ready to meet the Grinch. And this year they had Max the Dog even see Max oh, the Dog.
1: Cute. Yeah. I saw Max the Dog at uh Grinchmas at Universal Studios Hollywood last year. Oh my gosh, so cute. I love that they do that because it used to you you used to be able to drive through some of the who set on the studio tour. And then you know War of the Worlds it, it kind of has taken over most of that. But yeah, they're still doing the big tree. Do they have the tree that's like crooked yes. at, in Orlando? Cute. I love that, Grinchmas. That's so much fun. I feel like there was a ton of Grinch merch this year on both coasts as well.
2: Oh, tons of Grinch merch. I mean, they even had a Grinch fly. You're you're up on your 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 Grinch lore, your fly lore, but uh, it's they had just about everything you could think of, um, and not just in the park. Also, um, we stayed at a resort. And the resort even had all of the Grinch merch in the resort where you can purchase. to so like a lot, a lot of people in the resort wearing the Grinch pajamas.
1: Yeah, it was really big this year. I feel like it exploded this year. Everybody wants their Grinch spirit jerseys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe the, the, we're
1: all just Grinchy. I don't know. Since the pandemic? I don't know. Are, are we, I don't know. <laughs>
2: just, always, everybody's got a little Grinch in them this year. So they're... Yes, they're, they're what other events? Yeah, well, that's not all for Florida um, So, because you and I got a chance to actually hit Busch Gardens, Tampa, and we caught day one, the opening preview event of Christmastown. What did you think about that?
1: Yeah, I think um, the food stations had been set up at that point and some of the light, but we didn't get to so – we were very focused on getting on Iron Gwazi, <laughs> the other coasters that were open. Sure, yeah. point. sure. Um, so, yeah, but there was definitely fireworks and uh, Christmas on Ice was back, the story time, the Elmo's Christmas Wish, all of that appeared to be there. Of course, we, we really only did a quick walkthrough, saw the tree and some of the lights, and uh, the food had very, a lot of long lines for the food. I hear the food stations there were really good.
2: Yeah, Christmas on Ice, if, you, if you're still able to catch that, is one of the better ice skating shows that I've seen.
1: And um, we also get a chance to briefly see uh, some of SeaWorld Orlando's Christmas celebration.
2: I yeah. absolutely love when you walk right into that park and you take a left and you can see the water on the right. Once night hits, they light that whole entire area up. They've got um, the, what do they call the fake snow that's bubbles?
1: Nope. Snoop, Snoop, of <laughs> Nope. they've got
2: <laughs> snope going and they do a very impressive job of making that feel like christmas in florida yeah when it's still warm oh my gosh the
1: uh, of trees over the water are beautiful when i remember us being on icebreaker and being able to see just so much of the light uh it was really beautiful rudolph is there there's like a whole rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and the
2: white abominable snowman guy what is his name shoot i can't remember his name but he's also there and the uh, guys on stilts uh, that are the yeah they do a great uh, toy job. Toy robots. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. I really like how they've been continuing to do the ice skating outside, which is pretty amazing for Florida.
1: So good. That show was incredible, and the fireworks show that they did at night. Yeah, I mean, you were on Mako, like riding Mako thirteen times. So I don't know how much of it you saw. <laughs> I-
2: i might have missed i saw the fireworks let's say that i did see you some saw see the fireworks from the
1: coaster i think from makeup.
2: this is this is true yeah. uh, i think i hit last right on that one at night so but yes uh well well played but that was great what about you uh on your coast
1: oh my goodness i had there's so much going on here in california of course we're lucky enough i know where you are some of the Six Flags Holiday in the Park events got canceled, is that right?
2: Let's not talk about that. It's kind of a sore okay. subject, but so yes, uh, both and every year we make a point of going to Holiday in the Park and unfortunately this year, even during COVID, I drove to Chicago just to do the drive-through oh. uh, of, of Holiday in the Park, which it's, they do so well with Six Flags um, on the lighting, uh, yeah. with, with all of the imagery, the imagery the and everything they project. So sadly, yes, um, Six Flags is only doing it at Parks. And you're lucky enough.
1: I am. You actually
2: got to witness one of those parks, right? I did.
1: So yeah, of course, Six Flags Magic Mountain did Holiday in the Park. Uh, they had a tasting pass this year. I feel like every year they keep upping their game with their food. And what's great is, you know, I, I, unlike other Six Flags, Holiday in the Parks were all the country. The coasters are still open. Well, I say that, but a lot of people were uh, complaining. I guess that a lot of the coasters were down for repair, um, or full throttle can't be open at you know night when they do the fireworks and all the events and things like that. Uh, but I got to ride plenty of coasters when I was there, and I had a great time. They uh, the food is great, the drinks are good, and the coasters are open. And so it's just like you know, sort of extended extended coaster time into the night with some added food options, which is always good. I feel like that's probably like my favorite thing about all of the holiday events is that the food options are just, you know, that much better, Uh, especially over down in Anaheim at Disney's California Adventure Festival of the Holidays. Of course, they set up all of those amazing booths and at Disneyland Resort they have they've always got extra churros and different types of holiday treats that you've got to run around and try. Um, but, yeah, both of the events this year, I, I had a, a feeling I would love to talk to someone from Disneyland. Uh, I felt like this was one of the most beautiful years on Main Street at Disneyland that I had ever seen. I don't know if they added more decorations or what it was. But I go every year and I'm telling you, John, something was different this year. Watch video. It was just like more, I don't know, magical. <laughs> I don't know, more decorated. It just had a different feel, just peaceful and beautiful. So shout out to the team uh, who decorated Main Street this year. Those cast members, those Imagineers really nailed it. Also here, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep telling you, you, you more, you've John. You've
2: got to because I'm, I'm, be- alri- I'm already <laughs> jealous. So just pile it on. Nats Mary
1: all. Farm. Nats Mary Farm. Knocked it out of the park this year. Haha, <laughs> get it. Knocked it out of the park. Of Ooh. course. Um, <laughs> you didn't like that fun. <laughs> oh, no. I love that. Um, I was, <laughs> you know, um, obviously Accelerator Montezuma are down, but um, most everything else is open. And uh, all the coasters and rides and things like that were open. And they add so many shows. Their Snoopy on Ice show, they changed the name of it every year. I think it was the Night Before Christmas Snoopy show this year. Uh, absolutely spectacular. The Happy Holidays show. I mean, there's so many. Sh- I haven't seen, all- I've already been twice to Nuts Merry Farm and I still haven't seen all of the shows. They do such a great job there. They add all of the artisan booths. Do you know this about Nuts? that they have all of like local artisans come and set up booths there and yeah. And so they have that all through Merry Farm so you can get a ton of Christmas shopping done that isn't even theme park related necessarily. And yeah, obviously the food, they up their drinks, like literally everywhere you go, there's just something new and different and uh, just the feel of Nuts Merry Farm and the carolers walking around. They did an absolutely outstanding job this year over there. I have to mention, of course, uh, Castle Park in Riverside, California. Yeah. They have added a couple things this year, including Duke's Holiday Express train. If you know Duke, he's the mascot there. He's like the purple dragon and uh, a new light show. And this year they also had a Krampus Fright Maze.
2: Uh- that it's amazing. Like I, I, I think we, I think we've said uppy, people upping their game. I don't know how many times this year. I know but between ha- all the Halloween events, the mm-hmm. Christmas events. I think as coaster folks, we're we we're, we're getting almost spoiled.
1: I they're have real, to agree real, with you. Yeah, it, with it, between San Diego's Christmas celebration, Sesame Place doing a very furry Christmas, Pacific Park even on the, on the Santa Monica Pier. Uh, doing projections on the Pacific Wheel, absolutely spectacular. If you haven't seen pictures of that, check out Instagram. Check, just Google it; and it's so beautiful. I agree with you. I feel like the parks are, the parks that are doing these events are are seeing that it brings more people to the park. I don't know about you, John, but even if coasters are down, you know, or because it's a cold season or whatever, I still find reasons to go to a theme park for these events. What
2: about you? I, I would say normally not everything's down. Mm-hmm. So so for example, I, I just missed the Ace event at Silidar City, uh, because we were coming back um from the IAPA expo. But usually when I go to those events, I mean that's it's it's always cold, but there's still so much to do. And that event from the ace perspective for for that region is still one of the most I think it, I don't I, I don't wanna I don't want to say that it's the most attended, but is very well attended for the fact that it's so cold in Missouri in the middle of winter.
1: Right. That's really impressive. Well, I think that you get to see the parks in a different way, right? So where you might normally in the summertime be running around and trying to get in all the coasters you can. Now you're taking the time to really walk, to see the entertainers, to taste the food. You know what I mean? Really to get to sort of enjoy it. I also have had fun. Um, I'm thinking specifically of Knott's Merry Farm this year because Fiesta Village is closed for repairs. And of course, Montezuma is, a, is down and, and Accelerator. But I have to say, I was peeking over their fences and <laughs> trying to get a look at what's going on. And I feel like that's something you could kind of do too. You know, oh, yeah. Try to take a look and maybe start guessing what do they think they're doing? That's you true. know, of course, at Grinchmas, we're all peering over at uh, Super Nintendo World. <laughs>
2: Yes, yeah, so I I totally agree, and and I think I'd like to hone in on the on you. I think sometimes us coaster folks in general kind of rush around, get the credits. If you're like me, you you just rewrite because the lines are a little low. But but it really gives you an an amazing opportunity to slow down a little bit and and I want not want to say smell the flowers, but soak up the parks because um, they're so decorated just beautifully, mm-hmm. and that's really. Just, it's, yeah. it's just kind of a different, uh, not only say a different filter, but it's a different experience. So if you've never been to one of these holiday events, I would definitely recommend it.
1: Also, some hot tips here. Plan on taking your holiday pictures at a theme park during these events. Some of them start in November. They go all the way, I mean, Holiday in the Park and Universal go to January 1st. In fact, New- Universal is doing Eve, their New Year's celebration, and that they're going to be open till 2 a.m. So talk about a different way of seeing the park when you get to be there at 2 a.m. and see the park from that perspective. Um, SeaWorld, I think, is going until January 3rd and uh, Sesame Place January 8th. So these are, there's extended time there to be able to get some fun photos and maybe photos for next year if you if, if uh, the holidays have already passed when you're listening
2: to this. Yeah, and, or if you're visiting family, that's a great yeah. time. To, you know, Some people go to movies and don't even talk to each other. Hey, man, hit the right. park we're right. talking lines and check out new things so yeah definitely
1: take those photos i should also mention a lot of parks have you noticed this john are doing uh, season pass deals around this time of year
2: i think that i do this every year um for, so totally i i've bought season passes for i believe one two three three of the major chains this year, all using the holiday deals. Nice. So I, I think I, that's an awesome tip. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a lot more to you.
1: And uh, there's a really great suggestion that we have if you're still looking for that last minute gift, even if today is the morning of the holiday, you're listening to this, you can log on to aceonline.org, bridewithace.com, either one. It'll take you to the ACE website and you can buy someone a membership for Christmas. So buy your friend or family member an American Coaster Enthusiast membership. As you know, they're going to love it. They're going to love it. What a great, unique gift. I did it
2: for my dad. I did it for my father last year. Yeah.
1: I did it for two friends who hosted Thanksgiving for us this year that wanted to talk to me about coasters all day. No, by the partner. end of the day I had bought them both memberships. so good host gift even if someone's host
2: you it's a it's a good uh, it's a good way to uh, not get immersed in, into the uh, atmosphere, but it's definitely a way to to get involved and meet other folks and go to some of these Ace events. I mean that's what this episode's about is, uh, is all the events that are just always happening. I'm amazed always when I look back at the calendar year, because uh, one thing you can do, not, not the, if you're bored at night, but uh, go into the calendar. You can look at past events and you can just scroll through pages and pages of all the old ACE events. And, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of fun to look at.
1: Absolutely. You can scroll back and look at the Facebook page and see all of the group photos that everybody's taken and all the fun that they've had. And uh, yeah, if that doesn't make you want to join or sign your friend up, like what will, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for next year. I'm excited for all the coaster events that are already starting to hit the calendar. And uh, I'm pumped for next year. How about yourself?
1: Oh, me too. There's so much to look forward to this year. So many great coasters coming out and parks opening that I can't wait to go to and lands in parks opening that I can't wait to see. So, and we're going to take you there with us, everybody who's listening. So thank you for listening to us this year wrapping up 2022 with this podcast. And we just want to wish you all a very happy holiday season. Uh, so many things excited that we've planned for the new year. But if you have something that you'd like to hear about, make sure you reach out to us. Podcast at aceonline.org. Don't forget that we have a YouTube page. We have Instagram, Ride with Ace. We have a TikTok page. There's so many different ways you can connect, watch coaster footage, however you like to take in your your coaster enthusiasm <laughs> or spread your coaster enthusiasm. Uh, we're here for you, right, John?
2: Just be careful, it's addictive.
1: Yeah, it, 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 so it'll, it'll take up your time. That's what we're here
2: for. Exactly, <laughs> we'll take you along so you can ride with us.
1: Merry Christmas.
2: Happy Holidays. Ride With Us is
0: produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit aceonline.org for additional information, and we will see
2: you at the parks.